Last time being brought in by Hello Zep. I am your host, Larry. I am joined by my co-host, Justin. Hello. And of course, to finish Isn't it, it... rich? Keep going. Don't stop. Oh. Aren't we a pair? Keep going, <laughs> Larry. I, I'm sorry, don't, don't stop. stop. Uh, and of course, to finish ground, up the song season, mid-air. we had to bring back the zombie girls. Rachel and Mars, how you guys Sending doing? <laughs> Hey, hey, keep going. Justin, is that like an audio file or is that you singing? That's me singing. (laughs) Keep going. Isn't it? Guys, I can't. (laughs) Guys, I can't finish with you. We are are very distracted. (laughs) Isn't it bliss? Keep going. Don't you approve? I, I don't think you understand. One I don't think we're capable of continuing I, to go. I am not. Can't cannot move. speak and listen at the same time. Yeah, either can I. Don't listen to me. Where are the clowns? <laughs> Keep going. Send in the clowns. Guys, can, can, can we mute someone uh, with guys, our own I, button? I, 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 can't, I can't finish if you guys keep if you guys keep stopping. Justin, you can't focus with the singing. Finally, hey, keep going, guys. Rachel, how have you Finally, been? Finally, we're, we're, we're gonna. I guess we're trying to power through for this man. Making my entrance, uh, guys. Again with my usual flair. No one is I there. thought the point of this whole crossover was to break me, but Don't you it's like it actually happened to Justin. My fault. Yeah, I, mean, I, I thought we were all gonna be busted I up, thought but that like, you'd want me. Justin tried to break us up with that uh, rap Sorry, audio. My dear, but where close. are the clowns? <laughs> and guys keep going. <laughs> Justin, you, you, you do not understand. We are not capable of it. We all heard the the perfect that's what she said, right? Did, did, Anyways, we, sorry, did it get guys. missed? Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to miss you guys so much. Oh, Justin. I know. I feel very mixed emotions today. On one hand, I feel like this great sense of accomplishment as someone who had never seen a saw, never thought they'd see a saw, had actively avoided seeing a saw, survived nine of these movies. I feel like I'm Mount Everest to this shit. But then at the same time, it's like the end of an era. Like, it's not the last time we'll be together. No, obviously, obviously. not. But it's the last, like, saw. And man, I got to say, I really nice. thought at the start of that song I was nailing it. And then just the constant interruption, you guys kept talking over me. I just, <laughs> I, I kept losing it. What song was it? Send in the Clowns? Send in the clowns yeah. Which, uh, rude. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Oh, yeah, it's like a show. breakup, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I know, right? Are you going to miss us a little bit, you guys? It's not just us that's going to miss you. Justin, Are you talking first. to me? I've already said I'm wow, going to miss I you guys. This, I, I literally said I'm volumes. going to miss you guys. Okay, I guess that's true. I, I am I am going to miss you guys. I mean, we're going to have you back. I mean, we, we, we have tended to have you both on at least once a season. And yeah. I have some ideas for next season, what I'd like to bring you on for. Have you announced that yet? We haven't, but Justin, do you mind putting in like an audio blur over here? 
So yeah, we're back now. Again, you guys will find out soon. The patrons already know what the next season is, but we're keeping the the reveal for after uh, next week. I guess I was going to talk about this later, but we can do it now. The Twitter poll ended. So uh, somebody gamed the system, I think, a little bit, but you know, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> and uh, our crappy kaiju movie is going to be the uncut version of Tammy and the T-Rex. Yes. I'm okay with that. Uh, Rachel will be sending in an audio clip to, uh, mm-hmm. explaining why. Why? <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to do like a very long so you can run under the, the audio of the review. That'd be great. <laughs> and Rachel, since you since you uh, forced it, I think, would, would you want Justin to do the 60-second summary? No. <laughs> I want to hear you say those words. Yeah. Thank you, because I have to the next week. The good do... news is, Justin. Oh, something else, but. The background on that movie is going to be fun to do because it is just as wild as the movie itself. Like there is probably like Eastern European gangster money behind it. It's you're going to have a great time. Yeah, I plan on watching the Dead Meat episode on it afterwards because yeah. they do a really good job of going into like production history and stuff. Oh, good. So, so I have a question then. When are we going to be reading the uh, erotic erotica about it? I'm sorry. Uh, never. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, wait, oh, hold on. If Justin has to do the synopsis, does Larry have to read an excerpt from the erotica? Can I, I pick? Can answer. I? Can I pick the excerpt? Because it Obviously, will be the I mean, dirtiest you know, one I can find. I like. I, I mean, there is not T Rex tumescence. I'm gonna be bummed. If someone Kofi's us ten dollars, we'll make an, a patron only version of that. I, I mean, do not need a big Ohio. So hold on, hold on. Like to... we will ourselves record like a chapter out of it. Sure. Okay. I think you should read it together, like each. Oh yeah, day. like yeah, we, each we, person we being a character. Fan, fan okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. We but I, but I, I, I need to have that behind a paywall because I can't have Ohio State and my, you know, my, my cancer lab here. <laughs> will you qualify as a sex worker? Then? <laughs> Remember, I, I do live in Ohio. We, they, 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 they're a little bit regressive. Mm-hmm. But somebody crunching on some food down there, or what? Yeah, I had a I had a peanut. I'm sorry, I've been starving. Oh, I had that's a me. I, 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 <laughs> I was trying. Don't to be quiet. shame him for his <laughs> you were snack. trying to be quiet. That was like the loudest crunch I've heard. Really? Like, I was, yeah. Like, like that, that's like the bad like, close. Is somebody to it. playing the audio from the rack again? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm going to finish this handful of peanuts. But first, Rachel, what have you been up to? Okay, so what have I been up to aside from really trying my best to game the system? And <laughs> hey, it worked. It worked. I mean, it was. I. I. You know, I just yeah. retweeted, you know, to my threes of followers, and they came through. So, um, what have I been watching? Well, I've watched a couple of things. First of all, I've been watching Sweet Tooth on Netflix. Have any of you guys been watching this? Oh, I haven't. I, I have haven't watched not. it yet. I don't. Is have it good? Netflix. Oh, that's, that's right. You got rid of Netflix. Uh, it's very good so far. Mm, I'm only okay. a few episodes in, so, you know, it could totally tank at the end. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But for those who don't know, it's based on this DC comic about a post-apocalyptic world where it, a pandemic basically has destroyed, like, total societal collapse, right? Um, at the same time, these hybrid children started being born who are part animal. Mm-hmm. And it's about this kid, Sweet Tooth, who was raised in the woods by his father, and then something happens, and he has to kind of go out on the road to try to find his mother in another state. And he 
find someone to take him, even though the person initially doesn't want to take him. Like big Last of Us to Last of Us vibes, right? Um, but it's yeah, it's a really sweet show. On one hand, it has it's covering really really dark themes, and obviously this post-apocalyptic world is, you know, it's the end of civilization, and we all kind of got a little too close to that in the last few years. So yep. it definitely yeah. has that kind of content in it. But there is also kind of like a sweetness and a joy to it and the relationship between Sweet Tooth and the person that's helping him kind of traverse the world is really great. Like it has a very wolf and cub kind of vibe to mm-hmm. it. So I would I would definitely recommend it. It's beautiful to look at and really well acted, full of really great actors that you would like uh, Will Forte's in it and oh, nice. a bunch of other people. Yeah, it's it's really good. I would definitely recommend it. The other thing I watched uh, last night, I watched the premiere of Loki on Disney Plus. So jealous, Devin and I have been too busy to watch it. We're planning on watching it Saturday morning. Have you liked now, it? Now, how far are you into the MCU? Oh, everything. Okay, so you've seen it all. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. Now I don't know that you have to have seen everything. However, it will. You have to also be okay with pretty major spoilers if you haven't. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then so the other question I have for you, I know you've only seen a few episodes or like one or two, just right? Just the one. Just the one. one that came out last night. Yeah. Um, I, I read an interview where someone, like, I wasn't sure if it was the director of the show or someone said that they were inspired by David Fincher. Interesting. Did you I catch mean, that at all? Um, t- I was actually more... Uh, aware of kind of it has a very 1960s British sci-fi vibe which is what I was picking up on more than David Fincher I'm trying to think in what way it was David Fincher I mean it reminded me a little bit of a brighter lighter happier version of Legion which I don't know if you watched that Um, in fact I think I wouldn't be surprised if some of the same buildings like they're shooting some of the same buildings because it kind of has that mid-century modern sort of Sputnik aesthetic to it Mm mm-hmm um, but yeah, I, I Loki has been one of my absolute favorite characters in the MCU. So of course, this is something that I had been looking forward to. And so when it came out tonight, I jumped right on it. Um, and what I'm really liking about these Disney Plus shows is that they're kind of able to go into some weird places like WandaVision, things like that. Yeah. This is another one where they're like, we're just going to remove him from the timeline entirely so we can do whatever we want and you know, continuity doesn't matter. So that was probably uh, my big disappointment with Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Is it how linked it is to the next phase? Not linked. Um, it was more that like when it started off and it started to talk about like, like racial relations and like the the history of that in America. I thought they could have done something really profound. Yeah. And I I feel you didn't like... find his speech to the crowd at the end to be moving. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I mean everything he's saying is right on, but mm-hmm. the delivery was woof miss. Yeah, and and also like the last episodes were just so rushed, whereas I felt mm-hmm. WandaVision took its time throughout yeah. so that the payoff was there. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, like, I, I like an action show, but I guess I thought that like Winter Soldier would have been more like twenty four, and instead it was like Captain America light. It needed like three more episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was a, it, it, it started really, really strong, and and then it just kind of was like, let's just slam all the stuff together at the end. But yeah. I don't know. Who knows how Loki is going to hold up to all these? I will say that so far, I find it really fun. Uh, visually, it's really unique. 
Loki is a compelling central character and it's an opportunity to kind of really dig into his psychology already that's starting in the very first episode. Cool. Um, and it's really funny. It's really, really funny. I laughed out loud multiple times watching it. So awesome. if you have Disney Plus and you have watched the MCU, because I mean like major character deaths, <laughs> that level yeah. of spoilers in the first episode of this, um, then I would... 100% recommend it so far. Okay, perfect. Anything else? That's really it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that isn't just like for a podcast. I yeah. also, a friend of mine made me watch a bunch of Plansky movies, but we won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> Not for a few more weeks. Uh, Mark, right. <laughs> what, 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 uh, what's been new with you? Um, I just finished a book called The Echo Wife. Okay. Uh, it's about yes. yeah. I was talking to Rachel about this. It's about a woman who's uh, she's like a she's a scientist and she's trying to develop like a, a cloning process for making people that can be like either organ farms or like body doubles for politicians and things. And while she's doing this, her husband divorces her and uses her research to make a clone of her, but like a version of her that he can control, and then marries said clone. And she knows about this. Finds out the clone gets pregnant, and then the, the clone murders their husband, and then they have to figure out... They realize he's going to be noticed that he's missing, so they have to figure out what to do after that, and I won't give it away. It's so, It was pretty good. It was pretty good. But finishing that, I got to start... It, I started another book in the same day mm-hmm. uh, called Devolution. And I it's by heard of that. That's yeah, like, yeah, by Max yeah, Brooks. I'm curious about this, too. Yeah, by Max Brooks, and it's, to, it's in the Max Brooks style, so it's like the... Uh, interview transcripts, interspersed mm-hmm. like journal entries and things, but it's about um, when Mount Rainier exploded. Yep. How on the side that the lava didn't go on, a tribe of Sasquatch de- descended upon this small, like they're trying to create this like tech community where mm-hmm. they're like we can live in nature and be tech bros, and uh, so they're pretty, pretty isolated and Sasquatch. To descend upon them. I'm not that far into it yet, but I'm very excited. I, I won't spoil anything. Uh, Devin's favorite book, or one of her favorite books, is World War Z. That's a great oh, book. So yeah. she got, like, I remember it was like during, I think it was during COVID or towards the end of COVID, but because it's a new release, but she pre ordered from Barnes and Noble and we went and got it the day it came out. Ooh. Nice. She's a huge fan. So yeah, she yeah. did that. I was actually, um, gifted this book for my birthday back in cool. April, but I was reading other things. So I didn't get to it until just like last weekend or mm-hmm. something. So I'm very excited. Yeah, she loved it. So I hope you like it too. Oh, good. Okay, good. I mean, I really liked World War Z, so mm-hmm. I already have high expectations. But I just, I mean, it's not that often that you find those like horror books that are Sasquatch based. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited <laughs> about that. Plus being a Pacific Northwesterner, you know, it's, yes, that's it's true. My, my region. Being a San Francisco Bay Area, I'm very on board with them eating all of the tech pros. <laughs> <laughs> Few less people on BART drinking, you know, tall boys out of uh, paper bags and talking about bitches. Right. <laughs> Anything else, Mars, besides your books? Uh, no, I mean, I hadn't been reading for a really long time, so it felt really good lately to be back into reading and be like, I finished a book, which hasn't happened in a while. I, I hear uh, that so much. I've been really neglectful, but my friend let me borrow a copy of uh, Eye of the Dragon, 
it's a Stephen King fantasy novel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's connected to the Dark Tower. Just saying, if I've, you like it. That's what I've heard. So he gave me a paperback copy. So that's, I plan on tackling that as soon as I finish Naughty Book. But yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I, I just haven't been able to like, I got a stack of books next to my bed, but I just can't get into any of them before bed. Yeah. I don't know mm. what happened. I just went through a phase where I was just like, you know not what? interested. Everybody's having attention deficit issues right now. Like mm-hmm. we're just yeah. you've been on alert for so long that like we nobody is able to concentrate right now. So if you're feeling like it's hard to concentrate, you yes, the answer is yes. Okay, good. Thank <laughs> you. I, I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad it's based on science and not my own laziness. No. We just, like, dodged post-apocalypse. Like, you're allowed to have a little ADD and not be able to pick up a book for a minute. It's okay. Perfect. It's not a failing as a human. It's <laughs> Things are fucked. Because it, it felt like a huge victory where I was like, I finished. When it used to be like, you know, I finished books all the time. But, like, I finished a book last week and I was like, oh, I finished a book. Like, I should not have been. <laughs> So, yeah, Mars, if you have nothing else, Justin, I see you've written down a lot of stuff. What, what's been up with you? Uh, uh, basically a lot, or not a lot, a little bit of everything um, mo- uh, movie slash TV show wise. Uh, I actually watched, uh, rewatched Spiral just to kind of like make sure it was fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I told you last week I started rewatching Attack on Titan because yep. I had never actually finished it. And it's going, I don't know, I just I watch it on my breaks at work because what the fuck else am I going to do? Um, I watched something else that we'll be talking about in like a week and a half. Can't talk about it until then. I haven't even watched it yet, so you're good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got feelings about it. It's a uh, <laughs> surprise. Uh, uh, that's it for movies and TVs game-wise been fucking all over the place again um played a little bit of biomutant it's i i'm excited to hear your thoughts on that next week i honestly don't think i'm gonna pick it up after uh my last time i played it uh-huh. just because well just because there's i mean there's <laughs> better stuff out now yeah, uh there's a game ratchet and clink is uh burning a <sighs> hole in my ps5 right now oh, we gotta wrap yeah. this up yeah me too <laughs> me too <laughs> I see you preloaded it as well. I, <laughs> I uh, hope yes. that, that game is fantastic for both of you. I'm so jealous. Uh, um, so, well, kind of speaking in that same vein, I also started the PS5 uh, Final Fantasy VII remake version. I hate uh, you. Just, just stop. As... Just stop. I see on the, looks... the sheet now. I don't want to hear about I, it. I, I, I'm <laughs> not going to talk about. I'm not going to talk about any spoilers. But yeah, that's that's that honestly so that might be the good. biggest middle finger Square Enix has ever given me. And I have so played a lot good. of that. Larry, of they games. fixed the door. It Is was it like head? a huge. Th- oh man, the door looks amazing now. I mean, I mean obviously everything else looks. I... No, I honestly, I don't. I, I don't. Man, they can. It cannot look this good and come out on PS4. Honestly, I don't know how they would do it. Release, man, it looks so it's good. A, it's a DLC for a PS4 released game. Make it make sense. <laughs> but they like I've upgraded it all for the sure, PS5 and now it looks it's amazing. DLC for a game they released on the PS4. <laughs> Anyways, I'm excited for Ratchet and Clank tomorrow as well, which is also PS5 only. So suck my butt, I guess. Uh, <laughs> is um, this revenge for the for Peanut Gate? Is that what's happening right yeah, now? Just a little bit of protein to get myself through the pod. Um, I, I've also kind of been still slowly picking away at uh, Mass Effect. Um, I started song or I didn't start. I am going to finish a game called song of horror this week. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not very good. Just stay away from that game. Um, and then I've been playing, I guess, not that much Dark Souls. Uh, I just finished Pontiff, and yeah, you were ahead of me. Yeah, I was ahead of you by t- two one boss, I think, because you had killed or no two bosses. Yeah, I I killed uh, Pontiff and Aldrich, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, if you ever have a sinus infection. Do not play Dark Souls. It is a horrible experience. Uh, or just don't play Dark Souls. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, even Larry's gonna get oh, into it here, sure. but uh, la- Larry's t- Larry's taking a turn where he's he's loving it now. He's what, loving it now. Talk, Justin. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Traitor. Well, uh, other than that, Larry, what have you been up to? I haven't. I that's all I've been up to. Just kind of. So a Justin, I talked about. It. I'll just continue on. So I. Okay, so when I started playing Dark Souls 3, the first boss was bad. Like, I don't know if it was just me being too aggressive. It was definitely me being too aggressive, but it was just not a good time. But Justin sent me this, like, instructions for, like, a build to do. Like, use this certain sword. Based on being aggressive. Yes, use this certain sword. Um, upgrade it as fast as you can, drop your stats into this. So I've been doing that. And the Abyss Watcher sucked too, but that was more because that was the first time Dark Souls was ever like, oh, you thought you beat the boss? Fuck you, go again, no healing. And that was... Hey, I mean, the only reason you couldn't heal is because you were out of Estus. I know. You you can heal on that second phase. (laughs) But uh, in my last two streams, I'm like two or three bosses ahead of Justin. I yeah, won. you took it like I four. Phased both the dancer, and which is considered one of the harder bosses in the game, and mm-hmm. uh, Aldrich. Yeah, uh, he likes it now. I I have mm-hmm. now that like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, on the same note, like on the side, I didn't even tell Justin I was doing this. I put in Bloodborne. Just to see what I felt like playing a Soulsborne game off stream. Because I think part of it is like I don't like failing, like in general. So to <laughs> fail spectacularly and repeatedly on stream is rough. But that's what makes it fun. Right? That's what I was thinking. Like, I like doing it. Um, you, don't, you, you have never had stretches like I have, Justin. Dude, I, Pontiff took me like, I, I mean, I have a sheet right I here mean, that tells me. We all remember the incident with the pigs, right? No. Okay. Well, that game Justin's sucked. Had his Dark Souls. Dark, Dark Souls two sucked. Okay. <laughs> uh, so pa- Pontiff was my sixth try. Yeah, Justin. I took at least forty tries on Vort, and if you go back to the original Dark Souls, even after I had leveled up like I had, it took me two hours to be the Firekeeper Demon. So I do not want to hear about your struggles. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, there's no patience for it. Uh, but yeah. the 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 tide has turned i'm enjoying it it. i'm I'm taking a pause let justin kind of catch up but i we have enough time now i'm gonna try to take on uh i mean you can do the dlc this weekend if you want because i told you i probably won't be able to stream until sunday i was thinking about maybe trying the dlc it'll depend what devon's up to but yeah um besides that destiny i raided with a different like a my friend road rash he invited me to come raid with him and uh those guys aren't playing games like i was telling justin i raided with my normal clan on friday on saturday last saturday night we did it for five hours and didn't get a single clear 
uh, with these guys, we cleared the whole raid in under an hour. So that made me happy because a lot less time lost. Uh, I haven't touched Pokemon Snap. Similar to what Mars was saying, it's been kind of hard to focus on anything. Mm-hmm. But I've been watching How I Met Your Mother in the background. And uh, I actually started watching Cheers a little bit because I sent a, a meme or a picture into Rachel's Discord. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> that just absolutely blew my mind. <laughs> uh, I was a guest over on the Zombie Girls podcast. Yes. Um, we did... I'm so excited for people to hear that episode. It's it's a it's a doos. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big one. We reviewed two Polanski movies, talked about him, art versus the artist, one of my favorite topics to discuss. And then uh, we went into detail about my suffering listening to my sweet Audrina. <laughs> suffering? I don't know about <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, the best way I can describe that, it was like nine hours of like uncomfortable boredom and then four hours of wanting to chuck, well, if you had a book, the book or your phone against a wall because of how upsetting the unraveling became. It, but the thread that it created in our Discord was so epic. Yeah, it's I was. Like, cause, cause I, last... I wish more people could see it. It's like when you stumble on one of those epic threads on Twitter, but it was just like in our Discord. Of like the Larry's Zola, the mind Zola thing. Breaking. <laughs> yes, exactly. His mind breaking as yeah. the as the. Because I was stuck at work. And I didn't kept have my... on coming. Yeah, because I was stuck at work. And I didn't have my truck, so I was waiting for Devin to get off. And like, with like COVID, like lab is really slowed down, and. I was just sitting there with the audiobook in this empty ass office space and it just kept getting worse and I was like, All right, well, this is a what are you reading? So I just kept typing what's happening in my and yeah. <laughs> went on for like two and a half hours. The last two and a half hours of the book I pretty much live streamed my thoughts. <laughs> it was really special. <laughs> But I there was did... a lot of like things under spoiler text, and then people responding like, yeah. "I wish I had not lifted the spoiler." On that. Like, yeah. I could have been happier not reading that. I'm like that's a sign of a good book. But uh, I did tell Rachel and the ladies that uh, give me some mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. and if if y'all decide to do heaven, oh, it's a done deal now. I will. <laughs> I, I will. I will make my return to the world of VC Andrews. Excellent. So. You're making good choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then one, one final note. Uh, I picked up a part-time job. I'm going to be doing a little bartending here. Uh, and I'm going to use the money from that to buy myself a new PC. Because mine is... Uh, it's on its last legs. Oh. Yeah. We can't even play Phasmophobia. Oh, Rachel, yeah. I can barely play Solitaire. so when we see you and we're finally all like irl face to face you're gonna make us all cocktails right well see i've always done that before like my friends have always known that like i like to make i can make a mean old-fashioned as long as i have ingredients for it like i'm pretty good at muddling my stuff but like i well 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 the yes i went to miami rachel i'm a a fancy old almost frat boy at the time uh all right but i don't know i always I always thought it'd be fun because I like talking to people. It's like what I'm like, obviously I have a podcast that explains <laughs> a lot, right? But yeah. I I don't know, like I'll be taking like the mid afternoon shift for like like five to like nine. It's so, like the after work crowd. Okay. 
and so not the not the like rowdy drunkards i hope not that's i, no. I don't want that i, I was because you're gonna the, get like the cheer shift like all the people coming see, in that's after what work. i want exactly i want that yeah. and i told her if it works out i would also like saturday uh oh. afternoons for uh-huh. college football oh okay because gotcha. here so close to columbus it's it's buckeye country and mm. bars load up for it so i don't know i'm excited i know my little sister said she's gonna come visit me awesome and Devin's gonna pop in too so it's something brand new uh i've never done it before it's always something i thought would be fun i mean I'm, i did watch a, a whole lot of cheers so nice That's a- it's a bold move choosing to be a bartender right when the world starts to open up again and people are gonna start having to readjust to being in and public. Don't know how to act right anymore. <laughs> well, luckily, Man, you're gonna have some good stories. I hope. Yeah, yeah you well, are. <laughs> the nice thing is, this uh, the woman who owns the bar. Uh, when I was, I was in there talking to her last Friday night, she was like hyper COVID conscious. Like, she has like um, hand sanitizer buckets. She has like things on all the tables. She has the bar seats at the at the counter all spread out um and she has like a whole back room that she shut down just to like limit capacity and stuff so like i'm that was one of the things that made me feel more comfortable is that like she isn't rushing back into anything you know what i mean mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she has like masks sitting there at the door that she encourages people to wear if they're not drinking so i was amazed that no one came up with the technology that will allow you to drink through a mask Oh, my brother's girlfriend has one. It's got this little, like, flap thing what? that allows you to drink through a straw. What? Yeah. My I need and it's this. like, and it's, <laughs> it's pretty, like, it closes pretty tightly when not in use, but you just kind of, like, you know, lift the little flap, stick the straw in. Yeah. What I, what I wanted was, like, out of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the suits that uh, Charlie and Mac wore to the gas station, where like, they twisted a beer into the side of their helmet and, like, poured oh, it to yeah. a... F- <laughs> little funnel <laughs> yeah there should, i i'm really disappointed and i like mankind really failed on the alcohol consumption through the pandemic technology well there were those people who are using the fish sure we masks. got vaccines but where was the beer helmets <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that's all i really got um we already announced yes tammy and the t-rex did win Woo-hoo! the crappy kaiser movie that was rachel's choice her choice was Ghost Shark, but then she did change it. Yeah, I, I'm I realized glad you there was changed a massive it. Massive oversight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I'll, I'll be, it I'll, needs to be seen. I'll be honest. The one I was most afraid of having to watch was Velocipaster. Yeah, me too. Okay, so I watched both of those I for the same did. episode of I the podcast, know you did. and I swear to you guys, like it, it's a crappy movie it, under the definition of crappy movie, mm-hmm. but you're gonna have not a terrible time. Because I remember I, I, I wrote in on that that uh, episode because they were yes, being... you were like my you were my sole support in like yes they were being so mean. It was like you made her watch trash. <laughs> of course she's going to be honest about it. <laughs> <laughs> but like like my sweet Audrina, it's so like every you know, here's the thing. Actually, I should save this for my recording. I'm going to stop. Okay. I'll save it for my recording. Okay, perfect. And then uh, last thing, make sure you come over and watch us on Twitch. Uh, Justin and I are playing Dark Souls 3. I actually got good, so you can come watch that now instead of watching me. So I still suck. I still die a lot. Um, but I think soon we'll be starting our playthrough of Final Fantasy 2. Awesome. Not yeah. awesome. <laughs> Not good at Not all. Not awesome. It is our collective least favorite final fantasy game 
Hmm. We played our favorite. Fun to watch, though. Yeah, we played our favorites, and now we're playing our least favorite. It's going to be a lot of watching us hit each other, or hit our characters to boost their HP. Yep. Because that's how the battle system works. Is if you want your HP to go up, you got to take damage. So a lot of monotonous fun for the Twitchers. For the Twitchers, Justin. Oh, go ahead. Yes. I was going to say, I, I have a quick question for Justin as a fellow Oberden head. Oh, um, my God. Are you I, I'm upset that it's only on that thing because I, I don't want to buy it. I don't. <laughs> okay. My problem is I don't want to. I don't want a Game Boy with a crank. Right. I really don't. Right. But. But you I really mean, want you Mars br- after midnight. <laughs> but you bring up Lucas Pope and I'm like, I'm halfway there. I'm so- I am halfway there. So I have no interest in playing it. Like I Oberdin was like fine, but it was most so when I'm like kind of get game. out of here, get out. <laughs> I reviewed it for you, my friend. Uh, I know. But what 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 I, what I am curious about for y'all is, can you just like get a copy and play it on your computer? Like I can't see. Why I I'm like not sure. I'm ho- it, right now. It's exclusive, but I'm hoping at some point they put it out. That's crazy. Like I can see having an exclusive to try to like push these playdate units, but like eventually they're gonna put it on other things, right? Or like Randy's over here shaking his head at me. No, I honestly I'm with Randy. I don't think they're going to. (gasps) I have so many freaking consoles and mini consoles. I honestly like. I have a freaking miniature uh, dragon's lair. Like how many mini consoles can one household? Apparently one more. If I know Justin, <laughs> I'm sure he will find a way for you both to play it. Really? Do you think that... I don't think the high seas are going to help us. I really don't. Really? I think... I honestly think that this... Like, I, I think it's only going to come to this. The play date. But what, the what fucking Game Boy is, with a crank. Like, that cannot be a hard thing to emulate. How do you emulate a crank? Like a physical crank? Wait, part of the controls are a crank? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was it's like a you Game get, Boy. I, I thought that was how the battery worked. I'm sorry. No, it's a Game Boy with like a, no, it's a control, like a part of the control. You could use the uh, scroll pad on your mouse. I'll fucking use the scroll pad on my mouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want a play date or do you want to use the scroll button? Uh, I might. Uh, yeah, I. All right, I'll figure it out. I mean, honestly, I would. Oh, I... Also, play date is a very like. 90s Skinamax name. Yes. <laughs> I saw it My, trending I, earlier this week and I was like, what is this? So <laughs> I, I, I I do have some thoughts on it though. Uh, in all honesty, I think that it'll kind of go the way of uh, games on the Apple Arcade have mm-hmm. gone is they will be on Playdate for like a year or two and then mm-hmm. you'll slowly start to see them go other places like steam and or epic the epic store or something so you do think mars of Night eventually is going to be playable on other things eventually yeah but yeah. i don't see it happening anytime soon Rawr. yeah what i know it's right. i know it's, and you have to wait like so long between games too it's just like <sighs> i just wanted Oberdin too that's all i wanted in life <laughs> me too yeah, i'm I, <sighs> sure it could be whatever one you want. I just want to solve puzzles <laughs> with like jaunty, like. Oh know, man, the music in that. I okay. Always play Monkey Island to fill that void. You can. I do. Always... I played all the Monkey Island games. I freaking love them. Those too. are Devin's favorite games of all time. Devin is a woman of taste. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, guys. And like I said, Justin is the er an early bird, so I don't want to make him angry. And I'm not gonna get angry. Angsty. I mean, we're talking about Lucas Pope. <laughs> yeah, you can't make me angry. That's All right, okay. good. Well, Justin, you have the fancy stream deck. Push the button, and let's talk about Spiral. It's not a stream deck. It's a road pro. It's a road caster pro. Is what it's called. Anyways. Zap. Sorry, I did okay. Okay, <laughs> guys. Like... Throwing me off my game tonight. I am so sorry. <sighs> it's okay, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. I'm sorry I, I called your stream deck the wrong thing. But yes, spiral. Uh <laughs> I I mean I have one of those too, but it's not the same thing. <laughs> sorry, okay. Uh I think I'm the only one who saw it in theaters, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I went. And Dude, saw our it. theaters are still not open, and they are not going to be open until maybe the end of September. That sounds like a miserable hell. Eh, it's all right. My uh, my art house theater just opened back up, and so I'm waiting for them to get uh, morning movies again. Right now, they're just doing afternoon stuff mm -hmm. because my I usually go like in the morning, like in between time points. But until Can't then, you just like, like Daddy Warbucks, another morning show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you guys watched oh, this it. together, right? Yeah, I mean, Justin yeah. and I did. Oh, yeah. Mars, you didn't watch with them? No, I watched it last night because I want I I needed. <laughs> it was too far in advance where I was like, if I watch it when they're sure. gonna watch it, too much time is gonna pass, and yeah. then we're gonna have to talk about it, and my hummingbird brain will forget so much. <laughs> so you, know? you had the freshest rewatch then. I watched it last night, yeah. Awesome. Okay, perfect. I actually watched it again today because of that exact reason. Did you really? I also have a hummingbird brain. So I, well, yeah, that's what I was like doing before the show. Was so I took it. like notes on my notepad after watching it, but I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters. So I'm jealous. I, I couldn't remember. I, I put on buying it, so I couldn't bring myself to like yeah. VOD it again after going yeah. to the theater. You know what I mean? Totally. But, uh,. Yeah, I've been excited to see it. I had to bite my tongue for the longest time. I know that y'all yeah. like asked me for like non-spoilery takes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I basically I told you guys as I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted something to like calibrate my hype level. It you is... know, like should I be excited about this? Should I be dreading it? And so hearing that it was good, I was like, oh, thank God. I mean, there are no amazing death sequences like the love triangle. I mean, that will always just be How forever. dare you, sir? <laughs> you, invite, you invite me into your home and you disrespect me. <laughs> but uh, no, it's a really fun movie. Uh, Rachel and Mars are so kind to kind of pick up the background stuff. Rachel's going to tell us about the production history. Yeah. Mars is going to do the 60 second plot summary and then we're going to review this bad boy. So this is your first, last, and only chance. Spoilers are ahead. Rachel, the floor is yours. Yeah, yeah I totally go. agree. 100% agree. 
Okay. So Spiral is the ninth film in the Saw series. It is the first, or it's the first in the Spiral series if they plan works out for like kind of two ongoing franchises. Three mm-hmm. ongoing franchises if oh, you count the, the TV. TV. Yeah. 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 All the Saw you can handle. Um, I sent you that Saw Escape Room. We got to do that, you guys. By the way, you shared the Blair Witch <laughs> Escape Room thing. And tagged Mars, and then not tagged me when you took it from our Discord. I was saying, in fairness, because I stole attention. it from your Discord. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured the invite was implied. Did you see that that Mars, the thing I tagged you in? No, I didn't look at it. Oh, Rude. Mars. Okay, so I know. it's a it's an escape room that is Blair Witch themed. Stop. Yes, and it's by the people who did the Saw one. And they're both in Vegas. What? So. This is why I tagged you. <laughs> yeah, well, it came in and I was at work going, oh my god, everything's falling apart. Ooh, Discord from Rachel. I'll check that later. And then, like yeah. I was saying, hummingbird brain. <laughs> totally. <laughs> the minute the notification was gone, it was like it never happened. Yep, yep, yep. So, but yeah, it, and it looks rad. So we're going to have to do It looks like that. so much fun. But of course, of course, all of you guys are invited. I have to do that. And, and also, uh, I saw that Shania Twain is taking up a residency in Vegas. I can make a whole weekend out of it. There you go. Have fun at that. <laughs> <laughs> you go feel like a woman. We're going to be at the Zach Baggins uh, <laughs> Museum. Poking Dybbuk boxes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the origin of this film is kind of one of those weird Hollywood stories. Basically, Chris Rock was at a friend's wedding in Brazil when he was introduced to Joe Drake, who is the CEO of Lionsgate. They joked around a little bit about the Saw movie because he was like, Lionsgate, that's Saw. Um, And eventually, like when they got back to Hollywood, Rock sat down uh, with... Lionsgate for real and pitched his vision of a new Saw movie. He wanted to make one that would take place in the world of Saw and pay homage to it, but was still very much its own thing. And he wanted to introduce uh, a degree of of humor to it because he thinks, and I agree, a lot of the best horror can be enhanced with humor, right? Um, So they, they brought on Josh Stolberg and Peter Goldfinger, who had previously written Jigsaw and started working on a screenplay. And that screenplay went through Lots of iteration, different iterations. I can speak. And <laughs> including one where Chris Rock's character was related to Danny Glover's character, David Tapp, from the first film. But they abandoned that because it was feeling a little, like, shoehorned in. Sure. They also discussed bringing back Hoffman for this, but then ultimately decided to save him for a future film. So oh, perhaps we have not seen the end of Costas Mandalore after hey, all. Hey, in these movies, you don't see somebody die on screen. They ain't dead. What, uh, I'm hoping that also means we get more Cariellas and his like cult of pig faces. That, that would be, be the only way I could swallow the Mandalorian coming back. Right. Agree. Agree. And up until the last day of filming, they were still in discussions to bring Tobin Bell in as John Kramer but finally decided against it because they didn't want to repeat past mistakes. <clears throat> hello, fellow yes. young people. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Although we get a hello, fellow young people moment from Chris Rock in this movie, but yeah. we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. We'll also talk about it, but I think that was a brilliant mm-hmm. effort of constraint on their part that paid off. I, mm-hmm. I hardly Oh, absolutely. Like I liked seeing his picture in it yes. and that kind of stuff, but that was enough. Yep. 
So Spiral began pre-production in May 2019 under the name of The Organ Donor. And Darren Lynn Boosman was, was he returned to the franchise to helm this one. At the time, Boosman was preparing to move to New York because he was going to direct a Broadway show. When he got a call from Lionsgate asking him to come and meet with Chris Rock. Yes, that Chris Rock. He kept asking, wait, Chris Rock, Chris Rock? But <laughs> turns out, yes, it was him. They sent the script over to him when it was still under the name, like the production name of the organ donor. And he started reading it and he got about 15 pages in before he realized what he was looking at. And he went back to L.A. and met with Chris Rock and the two talked about it over, I guess, a lunch and geeked out about Saw together. And subsequently, Boosman just canceled his plans to move to New York. He dropped out of the the, uh, Broadway show and as he explained to RadioTimes.com, when Chris Rock says, we want you to come direct a Saw movie, you just say yes. Absolutely. Right then, right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So the film shot in Toronto, Toronto, Canada from July Thank to you. August of 2019 and was originally re- set to release October 23rd, 2020, but then COVID. So it bounced around and was finally released in theaters on May 13th. Um, but only to theaters, which uh, is a tactical error, in my opinion. I think so, too. And, yeah. And it, it did open at number one at the box office, which is, you know, a tradition of Saw. Mm-hmm. However, it only earned $8.7 million in its opening weekend, falling short of the projected, I think, $10 million that they were hoping for. And it was the lowest opening of the entire franchise. To date, it has earned $22 million domestically, $35 million worldwide, and on June 1st, it was finally released on premium video on demand and opened at number two behind Wrath of Man, which is some Jason Statham joint, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's still currently sitting in the number two spot. It has a 36% on rotten to- score on Rotten Tomatoes, making it the third highest rated behind Saw and Saw 4. Or no, Saw 6. No, I'm sorry. Saw 6. See, Rachel, That's- everyone loves a love triangle. anyway which is some bullshit uh but yeah that's what i got before we get into any further i want to have a quick conversation so i know the world especially in america is just rapidly returning back to like 2019 you know yeah but that box office number should be taken i think with a really big grain of salt rachel made a very very good point it should have came vod at the same time yes um, when marketing was at its peak, before yeah. anybody's, before any negative reviews came out, any of that, that mm-hmm. was the moment to strike. And I saw it at an AMC theater, and the way they're doing it, at least in my theater, is that every three seats around you was empty. So we sat mm-hmm. in the back middle row, right? So three seats to our left, three seats to our right, and three seats in front of us were forced empty. Nice. Which is awesome, right? I mean, it's a nice little bubble. But nothing is worse than like getting squished up against a stranger with like aggressive popcorn eating style. Yes. But I, I think it's just that's nine seats that couldn't even be sold. And like Yeah. Like Deborah and I have were lucky enough to get vaccinated right away, but like I mean a lot of people hadn't had access to it yet and I really hope the studio doesn't take that number too much to heart do you know what i mean yeah i think the only problem is is then subsequently quiet place 2 came out and did well and but like so yeah that's what i was thinking so much changed in two weeks i know i know like but the I, cdc's I, whole I'm recommendation concerned. changed in like four days it seemed like 
And also Conjuring 2 had the day and date release on, on HBO Plus. Conjuring, managed... yeah, the Conjuring 3, that's, I forgot to mention that. I watched that. Oh, how was it? Woof. I'm, my biggest thing is that the Conjuring 1 and 2, outside of the masterful direction of James Wan, focused on a family dynamic. And that's what mm-hmm. kind of made it separate from the spinoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Outside of wonderful acting, once again, by Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson, mm-hmm. this movie is incredibly forgettable. And I think that they should just drop the Conjuring label unless they bring back James Wan. Yikes. Because I mm-hmm. think calling it a Conjuring movie mm-hmm. was a huge disservice to the film itself. Mm. Like, and that director, you know, he know he kind of laid an egg with The Curse of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should bring him back again. Personal preference, I'm not trying to be, like, that's just my own perspective. The Conjuring is one of my favorite horror movies. And this was sad. Yeah. This was sad. This, was, this wasn't even as good as The Nun. Oof. Yeah. Sorry, bro. It's okay. R.I.P. The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Come back, James Wan. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Uh, any last thoughts on the background but I'm curious, what did you all think when it was released that it was Chris Rock pushing a new soft I, film? I was ready for it. I mean, I mean, you were. You I, were. I, I, I think. I mean, I'm a little kind of <laughs> biased when it comes to the Saw franchise. Like, I'm basically mm-hmm. no matter what, I will be there to watch it. Um, I was excited because I mean, it's especially after the fucking disasters we have gotten Mm -hmm. uh it was just like basically to me it was like okay awesome we got a new like fresh set of eyes basically on it um it it was a little like oh okay like i didn't know what never i never would have expected it yeah but i'm here for it i i think it would be awesome like i'm willing to see chris rock in a saw movie basically rachel and mark what do you guys think i mean it definitely what i when I first heard Chris Rock was, you know, in it and attached to it and all that, not what I expected. And I didn't know what to think, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. But it kind of made me want to see it more. Because it's like, oh, well, I cannot predict how this is going to go. So now I definitely want to see your boyfriend's how this in it is going to go. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. AKA him. the burden of all my shame. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was not a big Saw person, so I was, I was, but I thought it was, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'm interested to read more about that end of. <laughs> so <laughs> it was funny when we were getting close to this and I was like checking for updates because I wanted to see if it was going to be on VOD, and I was like, when did I become a Saw head? <laughs> it just, it just happens. It I'm just telling you. It just happens. It just happens. I don't know what happens. But you do it like these. It sucks you in, man. Mm-hmm. It does. It gets you. It'll get you. All right, Mars. I have a stopwatch pulled up. I'm sure Justin has a song queued up. Make sure it's a little bit quieter, Justin. Or you know, doesn't happen. That too. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make it really quiet. I promise. All right. I'm gonna Can give you. you a... Just sing again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you a three, right. two, one, and it is all you. Are you ready? Ah, uh, yeah, got I this. guess so. You got three, this. Oh my god. Two, one, begin. Okay, decades after the first Saw trap, Boz, who's a dirty cop, gets lured into his trap where he's basically hung by his tongue in a subway tunnel, and he loses. He gets killed. Uh, Zeke Banks, who is the son of Chief Chief Banks Samuel L. Jackson, uh, is known in his precinct for writing out dirty cops, and so nobody likes him. 
He gets a new partner named William Sunspeen Arthur, a.k.a. Max Minghella, a.k.a. The Burden of All My Shame. And he sent a box in the mail with a Play Me flash drive in it. Saw things start happening, and it turns out that dirty cops are the target. Zeke is tracking the new Jigsaw copycat when a jerk cop named Fitz gets its fingers pulled off. The new partner is quote-unquote killed. Chief Finks goes missing, and the head of the precinct, Angie, gets waxed. Following a lead, Zeke seeks out the copy ratted on, only to find him missing, and Zeke is kidnapped. He wakes up in a bottle depository with Pete chained and hanging in front of him in what I can only describe as a glass cannon yep. kind of thing. Zeke is given the option to save him or let him die, and though he tries to save him, Pete dies anyway. Zeke leaves the room to find that William whatever has been behind this thing the whole time, and then having witnessed his dad being murdered by Zeke, even though he was a witness to a crime, uh, and he was he was seen and protected by Zeke, he reveals that he wants to team up with Zeke, and Zeke exposing dirty cops and William murdering them. William leads Zeke to the next room, where Chief Banks is a blood puppet. William gives Zeke the choice to either shoot him or freeze dad, and Zeke ultimately chooses dad. As the cops close in, Zeke and William fight, and a trap is triggered, turning Samuel Jackson into an actual puppet. And when it appears like Sammy J has a gun, the cops open fire and kill him as William escapes. Spiral! You went a little bit over, but I let you go. You did a great job. It was good. Thank you. Yeah, good Thank job. You. Good job. That was a tough one, dude. Um, yeah, plot. Uh... I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I can sure. Why not? Nobody else is going first, so sure. Um, man, what a nice change! I just want to say that, like, it was like almost like a cop procedural drama. I've never really actually watched them that much, but it was like this new, like, it wasn't a Saw movie. It was like there was a movie and kind of in the background, there was like a salt movie happening. Like we actually got like interesting story, interesting characters. Like I cared about people. It felt whereas... like what a good sequel to the original saw should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it was just weird that the only way I can describe it is, it is a good move. Like there is like a good plot driven movie happening. And then some saw stuff is happening kind of in the background, but not really in the background. Yeah. Cause when we saw the first trailer, we all, I think we all kind of thought that maybe we were going to get some kind of black lives matter police criticism. And we got that police criticism, but this is obviously filmed before the events of summer 2020 and all that discussion. Uh, but I still thought the way they handled the police criticism was very well done. Yeah, they could have gone harder, but I they, do. They agree definitely could have gone harder. <laughs> yeah, one of the things I will say, watching this movie, I felt more nervous about it not being good for Justin than I did for myself. Like, oh, oh, well, thank you. Like the stakes for me were about whether or not Justin had a good time, since you love these movies so much. So when the credits rolled and you were like, "That was fucking good," I was like. yeah one of the things i really appreciated uh, about this is especially after the first movie was that we had a very clear motivation for the killer 100 percent. the last few movies all of the motivations just bent to the plot as opposed to being faithful to one clear ideology Mm -hmm. and in a series where one of the major tropes of it is your your killer verbally justifying his actions it's frustrating when those that philosophy is clearly bending to the plot and just sort of degrades into nonsense by the end when john kramer died the focus on why jigsaw was doing his thing 
yeah died with them like you said and then it was just like a plot mechanic and i know you could say oh well you know there's different killers but i just think even with the different killers it never had that sort of purity of like a uh, philosophy whereas i think this one kind of returned to a very simple very straightforward very understandable mission and uh that gave the movie more emotional stakes again instead mm-hmm. of just feeling like a like he wasn't moralizing out of like right and wrong which i was just like it just does never ring true for me yeah. with with the saw killer like I was just like, you're so up your own ass. Whereas this, because he's taking on basically systemic corruption, Mm -hmm. it not only makes sense, but it also kind of adds or returns that sense of joy that you have watching the gruesome punishments that I felt was really lacking in the last several movies. Yeah. And like stepping away from like the plot, the, the, like the saw dynamics of it. One of the things that I really liked was that it pulled from a lot of like cop movie Mm-hmm. tropes i guess like at times it felt like training day with chris rock and his partner yeah at times yep. it felt like seven at times mm-hmm. it felt like the wire like i really felt that they were picking and pulling and bringing in things that worked but not like focusing in and trying to be one of those things mm-hmm. which yeah. i which i appreciate and it goes same with like the saw thing like the saw like justin was saying like the saw narrative the the traps the the puzzles trying to figure it out that was certainly all there but it was all packaged in this plot where as it unraveled more and more, it all started to make more sense. And it was never like trying to make you or force you to go to these conclusions that it was trying to get you to. Yeah, it didn't feel like it was so everything was in service of the twist. Mm-hmm. So the whole time, like it, I didn't have to be Detective Rachel watching it because it wasn't. I mean, I guess it did throw some red herrings at you, but it, it felt once it kind of had come to its conclusion, like it all felt pretty organic yeah. instead of twist, 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 twist montage. I, I don't know. I, I will say I guessed that his partner was the killer. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I caught, I didn't, I did not guess that he was the son of the man who the dirty cop killed. Uh-huh. I Same. thought that was very interesting and it made mm-hmm. sense as to why he, well, idolized. see, and then there's just this person named Justin who uh i don't know if we actually saved those messages in the discord rachel did you guess it right i can't remember uh i was the person who said oh you know what i bet it's a family member of the guy the cop oh shot. really yeah see i i, I never <laughs> got that um, yeah because we did do our our predictions in the our group watch yeah and, and obviously the like they kept changing but it, it, it so my my i mean i'm just gonna dip into a con here for quickly but my biggest issue being a saw movie if you do not see a character die on screen, like literally yeah. at that point, everybody in the Discord was like, "Oh, it's that guy. He yeah, is. Yeah, he yeah. is the I killer." Was, yeah, that that was what made it like for sure how I knew it was him. Like I knew like he's not yeah. dead yet. Like if they don't show yeah. the trap him, on wire, or yeah, whatever. we didn't watch him play his game. So mm-hmm. yeah, like we watched everybody else play their game mm-hmm. except for him, and was like, "Oh, well, there it is." But yeah. since we're about cons, like my biggest con though, because I thought the oh. whole movie was great. The ending did one of my biggest issues when it comes to movies or TV shows or whatever is when you serve an ending with the intention of setting up what's to come next. I I, I honestly think that this 
the ending of this, I mean, movie in the Saw, uh, I'm just going to call it the Saw series, whatever. Uh, this movie in the Saw series, I think this is probably one of the weaker endings. I wouldn't say because... that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of yeah, shit. But, 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 I'm, but I mean, like, this is the only one that literally sets it up as um, bad as it did. I, as, I mean, if I'm not mistaken... I mean, I'm thinking of Strom getting smushed. Yeah, into five, six, and three. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Like, I feel okay, like this fair. was an homage to that ending a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, see, I, I, I feel like, uh, you, whereas that one you could kind of, I mean, obviously not really make a clean break from that, but you could. Whereas this is like, okay, he's in an elevator. There's a bunch of cops in there. Yeah. So I, I didn't like, go that far with it because I do okay. think the ending was good. I thought it tied up Samuel uh, Jackson's character really well. My problem is is that they're obviously <laughs> going to be like, tune in next but, week, you know, for the continuing adventures of Batman and Joker because that's what this kind of is now, right? Is that Chris Rock yeah. is your Batman, and um, I forget the the character's name, but we'll just call him uh, William Mars. Schneck. Huh. William Mr. Mars I heard that (laughs) so shady I don't know I kind of loved it because another thing that I really grew frustrated with and I talked about over this was like the lack of continuity through the movies they would set things up and not you know not deliver on them and my hope is one of the things that they're going to correct is that they are going if there is a sequel that we are going to have these same characters I mean I'll have to throw in some new twisty twists and probably we'll get some acolytes and whatnot Mm -hmm. but I, I I found that extremely frustrating because I I wanted someone to invest in moving through the franchise. Yeah. And I think in Zeke we finally get a hero again. Mm-hmm. I mean not a hero, but a protagonist again. Not just a victim, not an anti-hero like stupid Hoffman. Um you know, since Agent Curly Hair oh. and Strom, we haven't had anybody to invest in and we really didn't even get a chance to care about them in the way that we do with Zeke. Yeah. So, so I, I I will agree with you on that, but I the other kind the, the way I was looking at it was like, okay, yeah, I, I agree. I think Chris Rock's character, Zeke, was somebody to believe in and somebody to back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, especially if they come out with the spiral too, let's say, and it's like, okay, Chris Rock is back. I That's it. I'm good. I I will watch it. Oh, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll my, talk about his performance too in audio. My issue, though, is like the, the way the acolyte... I'm just going to call him that because that's probably what he's going to turn into. I hope he doesn't. I hope it's like, I hope they're in the next spiral. There is no twist. I would be perfectly fine with that. Mm-hmm. I would be perfectly fine if it was just like them finishing the story of. Yeah. I mean, like if we got another trilogy like we did with the Amanda stuff. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Because the way I but... kind of like looked at it and, we, and me and Devin, we got a 40 minute drive back from the theater was like, I really saw this movie especially the ending like the killing joke if you guys have read that comic the batman comic i mean i'm familiar with it yeah we're like um what's his name justin the the new the new jigsaw william shank sorry where detective <laughs> oh. where detective shank oh, no. was like like, he was literally trying to see if he could get Chris Rock to get to where he wants him to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, like your dad was just as bad. Like all these people are so bad. Come, like, see the world through my lens. Like, like you're, you're so close to being there. Come the rest of the way there with me. 
and mm-hmm. I really like that. Like, I, I'm not gonna hide the evil. This is without a doubt my favorite in the whole franchise, like hands mm-hmm. down. And mm-hmm. and it's it, again, it's not my it's a big pet peeve of mine when it comes to movies because I think about, for example, like the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, right? Yes, yeah. obviously there are two more movies that are coming after it, but you can watch that movie and it's not like you aren't like waiting on the edge for more. You know what I mean? Like it's like like the story wraps. You remember up. how the Fellowship of the Ring ends? They're like walking into the water together yeah. to go. Yeah, but all their stories are like for that moment are wrapped like the, that, that that part of their story is wrapped up and the next story is coming. I don't know. It, it, it's hard to describe. And this one is not that bad because we reviewed um, Blood Sea last week. And Blood Sea did it probably one of the worst I've ever seen. Where, like, literally mm. like, they ended it in such a way, even going into the credits, trying to set up a movie to spin off of. Gotcha. And this is by no means that bad. It's just a pet peeve of mine. But, no, I love this movie. And I really like the criticism of police because... I mean, as someone who wa- who will tell anybody to watch The Wire, like I'm, I'm here for it. I do want to quickly bring up the fact that we did get uh, a, a character basically goes missing uh, about like three quarters of the way yeah. through the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that a couple appa- of them. Yeah, know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently, like their traps were just like cut. So um, was. I know you had mentioned that there was a, a trap cut because it was going to push it into NC-17. Yeah. Was it the female partner cop? Um, a man. It was yeah. the guy who he fights with, kind of. Rachel, like, you were right uh, then. Okay, that's my, yeah. that was my theory. Because, like, he just, he was very important, had a name, had, like, so tension he, with the character. Now, and then, here, here is my biggest issue with this. Okay. Um, so, in the marketing uh, leading up to the release of this, I thankfully did not watch it beforehand. Uh, but there was a music video that came out. Mm. They slid, they spoiled the... Uh, I mean, obviously they spoiled a bunch of the traps in the music video. But they actually showed part of the like aftermath of that trap. Oh, see, I never actually watched 21 Savage's video. Yeah, it was a man having to cut his face off. Ah, oh, cool. Right back to uh, Hannibal. I'm, I'm here for that. But yeah, so... The, some, some, some of the characters that like obviously weren't like good people but like i wanted to kind of like see and that was a nice thing too is that all the people samuel jackson's character we can kind of discuss that right but like all of the people who went through the traps you felt for them because they went through hell but like they were angels no, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. And that was a nice change from yeah. some of the later Saw movies. I, I talked about at length about the, the merry-go-round one. Like, I fuck, mm-hmm. like oh, that's God. probably my least favorite trap because it, it infuriated me. There's no rhyme or reason yeah. to it. And that was the whole point of all the traps is they were supposed to teach a, quote-unquote, teach a lesson or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that one was just like, mm, here's six people. Good yeah, luck. It yeah, it was I, terrible. I agree with you. I'm glad this returned to the, like, the, the person being punished for their crime, not the per- another person watching a person be punished for their crime. Exactly. And, so. yeah, so, like, I was very thankful for return of that. And, again, like, like I said, like, I don't know. I, I, I really liked it, and I, I think that they did a great job. 
Mm-hmm. I, I do want to interject one last time. Sorry. Um. So, uh, I guess I I did do a quick googling. Um, and apparently, uh, Darren Lynn Bowsman has said he actually wants that character to be in the following movie. So that makes they, sense. That, because I know, I think it was like Saw 2 or 3, uh, Amanda like killed Eric and they actually cut that out so they could bring him back. Mm. Like Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Okay. Eric, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Matthews. Good for Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Eric. But yeah, so I mean, it, it could just be like a simple thing like that. But it, it would have been nice to kind of like even like see them in the background maybe somewhere. So we know like, okay, yes, they still exist in this movie. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just getting picky. Any now, so. last thoughts on plot before we move to cinematography, which I think will be fun? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one scene that was kind of a standout scene for okay. me because... I think, I mean, and I could be wrong. I haven't seen these movies as often as other people may have. But I thought it would, yeah. Um, (laughs) The scene where they are going to the meth house and we get non-trap related extreme violence. Oh, Oh, like the selfie. The freaking selfie. I (laughs) died. Which stood out for two reasons. Because, like, I don't really remember that kind of violence happening outside of a trap in the other Mm. movies. Mm -hmm. Or, like, not being, like, plot. You know, but it just was so. I think that's why it was so. Like when they show yeah. the bone poking through his oh, shin, I was like, "Oh, we were really oh, going there, huh?" I actually uh, totally forgot then, about that. Please mention. I'm happy you did too, because that was another <clears throat> moment that reminded me of like of the wire, right? Yeah, yeah. It made it feel like, oh, this is like a saw-based move. You mm-hmm. know, like, and it, I don't know. It was kind of made it very different from the other ones, but at the same time, it's one of one of the times when. William is present and watching Chris Rock torture someone, yeah. basically. And so when you get to the end where he's trying to do his whole, like, no, but I've been loyal to you. We should do this together. It's like he, you know, maybe is motivated a little bit because he saw a little bit of that same kind of motivation in Chris Rock mm-hmm. when he was the potential. trying to torture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. the whole time he's just standing there watching and making sure that that poor woman yeah. is not going to get up and tackle him or something. I will say on a second watch through, I paid a lot more to Shank. And mm-hmm. there are a lot of really great little Easter eggs along the way that are not in the montage. Oh, great. Things Ooh. that he said, the way that the camera, like moments that the camera will choose to look at him that in the context of the first watch through, you you think he's watching Chris Rock because he's his partner, but you can see that there's something else going on. Like when they go and they meet with the cop that kills his father. Those moments really cool. They just hit a little different the second time through, and it, they they really work. And I think it's worth a second watch where you watch him mm, and pay attention to him because yeah, it it really it all kind of it still works the second time through. Yeah, perfect. All right, for plot, I give it an eight and a half. Justin, oh, I give it an eight. Rachel, I give it an eight. And Mars, also an eight. Perfect. Cinematography. Um, the first thing I want to say is that it is awesome to see a director's growth. I think we talked about how it would be mm-hmm. fun to watch James Wan and um, the guy who – I can't, never remember his name. I always blank on his name. The guy who directed Invisible Man. Lee Winnell. The 15 hooker game bang guy. Yes, Lee Winnell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, wait. His legacy I'm sorry? is complete. Give <laughs> <laughs> a crap if you covered yourself in peanut butter and had a 15 hooker gangbang. Yes, that. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Uh, it was wonderful to see that he had kind of honed his craft 
that he still had those saw vibes but like it was more mature in a, in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and i i think that was pr- that is probably one of my top three favorite things about this is seeing that they brought back a director from previous films and that that director had grown and mm-hmm. it allowed it a saw film to kind of get elevated and i was mm-hmm. so thankful for that it's awesome like rachel you were saying about um mr mars and like watching him from a perspective <laughs> on a second watch and uh-huh. and seeing that and seeing those little things and that's something that was so missing from the middle saw films right Ooh. yeah so in my opinion like okay so jigsaw definitely stood out from the rest of the movie yes. because it introduced a new aesthetic to the franchise mm-hmm. Yes. But in my opinion, I even though it looked quote unquote better, it was too clean. Yes. It was too oh, contemporary. Absolutely. And I I think what works about this movie, maybe because, you know, Boosman has been there almost from the start, is that it finds this way of blending the high budget, like contemporary style with that gritty underworld look of the movies. It it the original movies. You know, it's very gray nicotine stained tan sort of color palette but it has at the same time it has a degree of polish that makes it it elevates it and says like yeah this is this gritty sort of originally indie franchise but it shows like a little bit of respect for it like that they're like we're gonna actually put some artistry into it Mm -hmm. it's not as like 2000s grindhouse which I thought was great. And of course, oh my God, the special effects in this movie are horrifyingly good. Oof, yes. Like that tongue when there's just like a little bit of blood dripping off of it. And you're just like, oh God, it looks so fucking real. The finger trap was the one. That- <gasps> so actually, actually kind of while, while we're here, Larry, uh, you had told me that uh, you had to look away. The finger trap one, I definitely like, you know, when you grab the bag of popcorn, you kind of look off to the side like, oh shit, like, like that. Uh, the finger trap one uh-huh. got me. The tongue at the very end of the tongue when it was dangling got me. Mm-hmm. Um, those are so the, the only two. I know Devin. Uh, she like said she didn't watch at least thirty minutes of the movie because she was like covering her face. Man, the skinning was what really got Ooh, me. Yeah. Really, I mean, it was a lot. I didn't look away during any of them, but the yeah. neck razor was the one that made me the most uncomfortable. Oh, God, I forgot. About, I had blocked that out. Me too. I forgot about that, too. <laughs> that one is just so okay. upsetting. And I, I also, yeah, that one, the, the the choice that she's being made to ask is so upsetting. Yeah. That was... But just watching her slowly press down on that blade. Oh. Like, oh. Because like, I remember the wax on the face, but you're right. It was the neck and the back of the... The, the, yeah, maybe especially the since the there were multiple cuts, so you could see where like she'd started oh. cutting at one place and then shifted somehow and had to start over in another place. Like, oh god. The traps in this movie, there are fewer of them, especially in comparison to like your jigsaws or your saw yeah. 3ds, but they are haunting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, I I am broken <laughs> well, inside, okay. so you know, I was eating through the whole thing. So whatever. I just like, mm-hmm, give me more. Yeah. Um. But I I would agree. I I think they're more like brutal because I think they are more like personalized as opposed to like the other ones where it was just kind of like, ah, this trap looks cool, so we'll we'll make up an excuse for I why mean, you have to be in here. Just compare the brutality of that 
trap with like the spiralizer or the like 5,000 lawnmowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, these are so much more upsetting than those are so ridiculous, you know? Or the chick being roasted in the barbecue pit. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, uh, the iron brazen? Is that yeah. what that's called? I don't remember what it's yeah. called. Yeah. And this movie, I think, looks pretty great. Yeah. There's a handful of really beautiful artistic shots that I was not expecting in a Saw movie. Um, I love the robbery scene at the beginning. Oh, me too. That was so so good. It has this, like, 90s gangster, Mm -hmm. king of the world vibe to that. that, I mean, Chris Rock in that scene is just so good. And that's why I mentioned Um, during plot is, like, this movie pulls from, like, it, it knows that if it's going to talk about cops, right? It's uh-huh. going to do with some kind of criticism on pop culture or whatever that it has to pull from like sources that we know it has to pull from yeah. your training days. It has to pull from the wire. It has to pull from seven and it does it, but it also really grounds it in the saw world. And yeah, I don't know. Like I was just really blown away because this is the kind of movie where I, I would feel weird being like, Hey, like come watch saw four with me. Right. Because it is grindhouse and it's gross and it's like, low budget on purpose this one they sunk more into it they put more care into this every single aspect of the movie and it makes for such a better movie going experience yeah there's just like think about the some of the shot composition in this movie like there's a backseat backyard scene where he's consoling the widow Mm -hmm. that is beautiful yeah it's like leafy and green and this beautiful wide shot there's the spiral staircase that is in the trailer mm-hmm. as well. Um, and, of course, I, I mean, however you feel about the end of the movie, this the I feel like that Sam Jackson oh, on the puppet strings God. is iconic. Oh, it was – that is, like, probably one of my favorite shots yes, in this like, movie. The choice to shoot from, like, from that particular angle where it, it yes. goes into, like – carnival horror house territory mm-hmm. instead of just like in your face grind house like there is artistry to that and if i remember correctly that's like one of the few times in this movie where we get that kind of saw famous camera cut thing yeah too right mm-hmm. the rapid movements and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah. it actually fits it looks what's good going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we got the music is swelling the like oh, original score swelling at that they point they are doing it, it, it because all the movies do it they're doing it for a purpose and it fits and once again it just grounds it back into what it came from and yeah yeah one of the scenes for me that i really liked was when um detective shank and chris rock are walking down into the uh sewer or the sewers the, the tunnels Mm-hmm. And just that kind of like following shot of them like talking and talking about like being married to a cop or whatever. And what about that audio of the acting and performances and stuff? But, like, I liked how, it, again, it was just like personal interactions, the camera following them, going through it, and then all of a sudden you're right back in the Saw movie. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just, I, I, this is not by any means like this is not like the most beautifully composed film of all time. But in comparison to what came before, and seeing the growth of Bowsman, I, I can't speak anymore to it. It was very impressive. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. agree. It just felt really like, like intentional. Like someone actually put mm-hmm. thought into color schemes and shot composition and angles and things. Whereas the ones that came before, it felt more like, Ugh. we just got to capture what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was there wasn't as much, and it, I don't know. It just felt like someone put more time into the way it was going to look and how that was going to deliver with everything else. 
instead of just making a movie. Couldn't agree anymore. Any last thoughts before we move on to audio? Um, I, I, I will say. All right. What do you got uh, for us? <laughs> no, there was just, a, there was one, like, effect that didn't really work for me. It just kind What's of, that? like, stood out. Uh, it was when the guy got electrocuted. It just like looked bad to me. Uh, Bro, I was so I, messed I, up by the finger thing. I don't. Yeah, I'll no. be honest. You're alone in having. I have not seen. I did. I haven't seen that portion. Yeah. Bro, oh I yeah. Would, no. It, I, it just, I do it not didn't understand how that great. did fuck you up. Like that. the thirty percent of it, I could see through my fingers. Looked great. To me. Well, see. The, well, that's the thing. Is like because uh, you got to think like that trap was. It was amazing looking, and it looked so fucking brutal. And then it it goes from that to basically a cheesy electrocution scene mm. and it, it just kind of didn't like match up with what had just happened it just it didn't look good so i in i i go ahead i, I disagree um I've, I've seen worse electrocution things but i mean oh absolutely I, I just have to say everything leading up to that though and why i was looking away and cringing is that was probably the worst kind of mutilation death i had seen on screen since green inferno i mean that mm. That's a bold statement. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't really seek this out. I'm not a big torture porn guy. But, like, we're talking about how scary, but watching that, like, like the, the the Chinese finger trap thing on his finger start pulling. it, Dude, that was something. That was. Well, so th- that is what I'm saying, though, is, like, I I think that was incredibly brutal. And it, that part looked so good. And then you follow it up immediately with the end of the trap being. I don't know. It's just something about like the electrocution just didn't look as good as the rest of that trap scene. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Thought, that's all I'm saying. I feel like the electrocution was almost anticlimactic coming after. <laughs> like you didn't need it. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just like okay, oh, yeah. okay. I, I can get there. I yeah. can get there. Especially since when they find the fingers, I don't know if you saw this. When they get the fingers in the box, some of them were hollow, so it wasn't like oh the fingers oh. came off. It was like the the skin came off yeah what i mean at the same time they had to kill him off though right because well yeah because yeah, i was exactly. like i'm like, getting big amanda energy here nobody is surviving these are unsurvivable traps yeah like they're yeah. meant to like if yeah. you're going to survive it it's because like you actually committed to the pain and to be honest i appreciated the the honesty of it <laughs> i was like yeah you you're not teaching lessons you're punishing mm-hmm. and uh i hate this like you'll be better after your maimed vibe of the mm-hmm. the previous philosophy all right cinematography i gave it a nine i was really quite blown away justin oh i gave it a seven and a half really yeah i don't know there, there was just like nothing like really huge but like like i said like I don't know some of the so yeah, you, it just you didn't really like more, hit me very well. So you thought this was a better shot film than the original Saw, or you thought the original Saw was a better shot than this? I don't even remember, dude. I told you how I grade <laughs> things. I don't even remember what the fuck I graded last week. <laughs> Rachel grades from the gut. I gave it an eight. Okay, and Mars eight and a half. All right. Okay, I just want to say that seven and a half is not that far behind eight. Okay. Oh, you're <laughs> the okay, I see you. All right, audio. Um, Let's just get the cat out of the bag. Chris Rock is amazing, and yep, I love seeing actors go out. Like one of my favorite actors is Jonah Hill, and I think it's because when I first met Jonah, it was through Superbad. You met him? Right? How was that? I wish I could, dude. 
But since then... He was then, at a restaurant for brunch and he was staring at him. <laughs> but since then... I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> Would I be dead on sight? <laughs> but, uh, but, but since then, like, he has become like a, a serious actor, but he still has those comedic chops and stuff. And it was kind of nice to see Chris Rock do something similar. Like, obviously, he's probably one of the top five stand-up comedians of all time. He's just a drop-dead funny guy, and he's super creative. But to see him take a risk like this and give it his all on the screen, and you get it, and he goes through a lot because he's funny, and then there's an opening sequence where he's like, the, the, the bank robbery is all this stuff, and just... Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Chris Rock could get enough credit for his performance in this because I think his strength was one of the reasons why we don't miss John Kramer because we have someone else yeah. who's commanding the screen in a way that Tobin Bell did. You, you know what, honestly, what uh, Chris Rock's performance reminded me of in this movie? Uh, Bill Hader in It Chapter 2. Sure, okay. Absolutely. Like, I loved Bill That's Hader. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like actors who we know are great in one aspect but playing a cross role, like, uh, Robin yeah, Williams no, I used agree. to do the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, there's Ooh. all these actors who can do that, and I was, I was honestly got blown away. Where he could have me laughing and then taking him fully serious within the next couple seconds, it was just like yeah. kudos. And he he made that character so round because even when he finds Angie and he's doing that panic, yeah. and you can see him breaking that panic, like it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay. When like very clearly, it's not. Okay, mm-hmm. but you see so like so many different aspects of a character's personality in his performance, and it was amazing. Yeah. He had me at I want everything. I was like, "Well, you got me," because <laughs> <laughs> he's having so much fun in this movie yep. that it's infectious. Like you, he's having a great time, and I'm like, I would like to have a great time with you, mm-hmm. and he definitely pulls you through this movie that being said i think across the board all the performances have the level of camp that i wanted yes because it is a little bit absurd Mm -hmm. and so i and everybody feels very in on it in this movie it was one of everybody is at like a 10 at all times and i'm just like oh we're just doing camp okay great i'm in i love it it was one of the reasons why i was happy that samuel l jackson's screen time was limited yeah. Because obviously he, he is known for some campy roles, right? You'd think Deep yeah. Blue Sea, Snakes on a Plane, like mm-hmm. and he can steal an entire movie if you let him because he's that kind of actor. Yeah. And the scenes between him and Chris Rock were some of the oh. most fun. Like when he's like, Are you hungry, motherfucker? You wanna go get a slice? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and I just I don't know. I I have no complaints. I also like Mr. Mars's performance because I, yes, he came up. Like I said, I, I'm comparing him to the Joker. But that's... how does that make you feel, Mars? Many things. <laughs> okay, right. a whole okay. range of things. <laughs> but that was because I also really liked his performance. But <laughs> uh, but Max, yeah, the, the act, Max. I can't say his last name. But like Mangella, he. Like, when the revelation came, like, I just got, like, light Joker vibes, and I liked it, right? Like, yeah. and you, I want that, because John Kramer, like, love or hate his motives were very clear, right? 
in this one, it's like Max's character, without a doubt, has this calculation he's doing, right? He's going to rid the city of the corruption in his police department because he mm-hmm. saw how corrupt it was at the very beginning and he sees one person. And it's like he loves Chris Rock. Like, yeah. he sees him as the only light in the dark. And, like, that last scene where he's like, I, like, get here with me, right? Like, like let me push you just a little bit further. Like, like get to my part where everybody can have this one bad day and you can and you can see it from my lens. Yeah. And I don't know. Like I said, the acting across the board for me, maybe it's because of all the shitty ones we had had. And the only mm-hmm. movie we saw in the, in the interim was Godzilla versus Kong, which the acting was the worst part of that whole movie. Like... I don't know. I I was blown away, and like Rachel said, there was definitely a campy element to it. But because of how they all played up to it, it didn't bug me. Yeah. Similar to like Evil Dead, right? Like we're all here for it. Yeah, I I was actually I know that the twist of him being the bad guy was not maybe not the best, but I was actually really glad it was him because otherwise he's such a good actor and he's so great in Handmaid's Tale. I feel like he would have been wasted had it not been for the, his opportunity to show you another side of his character in the end. And he, I think he eats that sort of montage at the, or not montage, but the monologue at the end where he's like, I've been loyal to you since I was, you know, I first met you. And he kind of, you know, starts trying to recruit Chris Rock. And you're right. There is, I hadn't put my finger on it, but there is like a Joker esque vibe to Mm -hmm. it. Where what he's saying, uh, it, it may actually, like, it may, you can follow the logic line. It makes yeah. sense. Even though it's very morally gray, shall we say. Sure. <laughs> like, he is, he is giving a convincing pitch. Yes, 100%. And that comes from his charisma and his ability to kind of have that manic energy, like, sort of suppressed manic energy that comes through that performance. Mm-hmm. So I was actually, like glad to get to see his talent on display and kind of let him be a little unleashed in the end of this. Same. Yeah. Same. And then the last kind of thing I want to talk about is we get just the slightest of tastes of the Hello Zep theme in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, at the end it's like it's yes. and it's Oh, I loved it. I loved how so they good. reintroduced the theme. And it goes back to what we talked about in plot, but their decision, their restraint in not bringing in John Kramer or Tobin Bell's voice at any point outside yeah. of a picture that we see mm-hmm. and allowing this movie to do its own thing, like, again, leaving that theme out for as long as they possibly could and just allowing the actors to make this their own and not having Billy the Puppet, which I was a little bit sad about because Billy is so iconic, right? Mm-hmm. And having a different voice for the puppet just across the board, especially in this department, I really, really, really felt... Like, they took some serious risks, and they all paid off. And I also love the 21 Savage song. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Here we go. Okay. okay. How is okay. the number one fan in the... I know. <laughs> the okay. Member, no. Also the number one critic. <laughs> Justin was a fan of the, 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 the Love Triangle Trap. That's what he was here for. Oh, yeah. It was oh, my favorite God. one. Can't you tell? <laughs> um, no, my, my issue, honestly, with... Like, I... I, I almost agree with every step of what you have said with the audio except Uh for the voice okay fair fair it was just it it, like every time it would happen i would be like completely pulled out and like 
it, it just didn't sound good. Like it sounded like something I would pay somebody on Fiverr to make for me. It just it had Shout like this Fiverr. cheap. <laughs> well, it had this, it just had this like super cheap quality to but it. I, think I guess that was like kind I, of I point, do right is that he was just lone wolf I... operating on his own doing all this. Oh, stuff. dude, I hated it. I okay. couldn't. It was like grating every time it came on. I I, I actually I didn't mind the new puppet. I obviously it was more like for the theatrics than uh, I even think Billy was, but. Uh, that voice man it like the only reason i wouldn't go watch it tomorrow is if i had to like go that bad through. huh i hated that voice mm. i i do understand why they went that way they kind of wanted to make like the gender fluid voice so you cut to kind of keep you guessing but i didn't like i it just did not work for me mm -hmm. on like any I level I didn't hate it, but the diction sounded to me like when you have like when you type in words and then the computer—it's computer generated. It, yeah, it, is how it sounded. But I, I, I like they that. They couldn't decide yeah. on it. Yeah, sorry. You don't have to apologize to me. I just hate it. <laughs> no, I cut Larry off. No, I was, I, was oh. saying, I liked it. I, I thought that it fit everything, but to each their own. Yeah, I mean, it didn't bother me. Oh be honest all right guys I, you, and <laughs> you and janet were definitely struggling <sighs> with it when we oh we we <laughs> were bitching i think we talked about that for like four days oh, wow. after <laughs> yeah it was bad man yeah all right audio i gave it a nine and a half i really 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 was blown away across the board justin i gave it a seven all on the voice all those points were from the oh, voice one second my, my keyboard's not typing all right rachel eight and a half and Mars. Nine. There we go. <laughs> How scary. Because so I, I do I do just want to quickly say so I, I wasn't on board with the Twenty One Savages song just because it's not my style of music, mm -hmm. but but I have listened to it since because I hadn't actually listened to it because I heard that like oh they spoil some traps in the music video so I'm not sure what he says in the song so I don't want to like spoil it for myself but I actually like went back and listened to it for the first time like today. I mean, it's not bad. It's again, it's not my style of music, I love but I savage. enjoy it. Okay, it's okay. Yeah. This reminds me. I have a question, not for Justin, Mars, Larry. Yeah. Are uh -huh. you familiar with Too Short? Yeah. Oh, we're I getting into this again, huh? Too Short. You what? You love Too Short? I I know of. Okay, thank you. Short. I just needed to confirm that people knew who Too Short was because Justin Wait. and Shannon did not. Wait, Larry. You know who Too Short oh, yeah, is? I do. Okay. I listen to a no, lot no, of rap, no, man. That's the appropriate response. Yeah, <laughs> like, even if it's not your music, you've heard of Too Short. Yeah, no, like, not my music. Yes, you have, but Justin. I, I guarantee you have. There's no way is. we're this I, close in age and you haven't heard him. Like, yeah. I Dude, mean, he do has you so under... many hits. I don't listen to, like, the radio. I don't. When people are like, hey, I found this new cool song on Twitter, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Whatever. I don't care. I like All I right, don't it, unless it's like my thing. I'm like we need to yeah, like hey. get a mixtape to Justin. Yeah, I should share some of my plays with him. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. okay. How scary? I I if you want, I can go first because I think mine is going to be the shortest. Okay. okay. Possibly. Um. Honestly, I kind of like the following movies. I don't think these movies are for the scares. Really, you don't come to these movies for the scares. I I th I thought this movie was a lot of fun. But at no point whatsoever was I like, 
freaked out or scared or but it all comes down to me being broken on the inside well um, I, I think that's <laughs> i think that's fair because if i think about like being i literally scared in a theater i think back to when i saw blair witch 2016 there were a couple of like scary moments in that yeah and then obviously the conjuring right like well and like so the the whole point the whole like thing i have with saw movies obviously this time was the first time i've been able to see in theaters which is a big 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 sad yeah. but you know whatever but i always go i get the i get two of the biggest popcorns i can and i just fucking double fist popcorn and just love my life and i, I mean that's basically I what i did here so much justin <laughs> i mean that's what i did here i did it at home this time i mean rachel was uh, you saw the pictures I sent. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Had like some fucking peanut butter pretzels from Costco and like Ooh, a giant, right. giant so bin of uh, of popcorn. And I just, that, I mean, that's what I come to these movies for. It's just, it's for the entertainment. I, I'm not coming into it thinking that. But, so, um, is that all scary? Um, continuing on like the thought, like, is this like the Conjuring? No. But these traps are brutal. And I was feeling like, anxious and uncomfortable throughout them. And so I, I always kind of put that into how scary too. No, I, I, I absolutely would as well. But I mean, like I said, the reason I brought up the whole me being broken on the inside is because while those traps were happening, I was just like, I was having a great time. So I wasn't like stressed Have out. I wasn't Rita like, no, but I'm getting the feeling that maybe I should because you should like if 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 this I don't didn't know. bother you, I'm wondering if like you got yourself a nice big fat thing of poutine and tried to eat that while watching Green Inferno, how you would handle it? Well, yeah. well, normally while I watch like Saw movies and stuff, I'm usually eating uh, what I have coined fat fuck nachos. <laughs> I left the fuck out last time, but they're fat nachos basically, okay. <laughs> and they're just like super sloppy and like cheesy and gooey. You should try eating you know? that and watch Green Inferno. I'll look it up. Maybe. We'll see. I feel like, yeah, there, there needs to be some sort of ongoing challenge for, like, who can gross out Justin. But you have to convi- you have to commit to being honest if something gets you. Yeah. And we, like, and we'll can't take you to all the, like, French extreme horror. Yeah, and I, no, I, I wouldn't. I, I've, I mean... I, I'm existing in the world, so I am aware of what happens in a Serbian film, and I would never personally go seek that out. You, I as would, a challenge, would you watch it? No, because I don't give a fuck. I like, think I could get him to Serbian film level with uh, Human Centipede 2. Uh, like the, the fetus at oh the end. With like my the, God, dude. I, I've seen it. I've seen it. Like, I, I have seen it. That was one of, that was that might be the worst thing I've ever seen on a, on a movie screen. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. It Tom Stick should be in jail, gross. and I firmly believe that. I'm all for free expression, but that went too far. Personal preference. Well, I guess time to watch Serbian films. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Which like. Obviously, I have not seen because I am a huge web. <laughs> so I'm talking a big game right now, but I'm full of shit. <laughs> but, but yeah, like. I, I, I do see what Justin's saying. Like, this is not going to give you the moonlight man monster like licking your feet kind of why would you bring that up because we're talking about how scary but the brutality of the traps how memorable how memorable they are and how well the actors and then obviously chris rock being there for some of them like makes you feel i i do think that's really good and i think it's the first time probably since the original saw film where i felt that kind of way Rachel and Mars? I agree. 
And also, I, it doesn't matter how many times I see it, pig mask popping out of the darkness gets mm-hmm. me every single time. Even though this pig mask didn't have hair, which, as we've discussed, is part of what makes it so creepy. <laughs> but but we, did the... see, we did see the old school pig mask in the background at one point in time. Oh, I do right. remember that, yeah. 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 But still, you know, there were a few times when a pig masked person would appear and still got me. Still sure. got me. Rachel? Nothing in my life gives me a greater amount of anxiety than this question <laughs> because <laughs> uh, the the whole is it scary like my brain there it's like there are two screaming voices in my head mm-hmm. of like how to approach this question there is the like how much fear did i f- experience when i'm watching this which feels extremely subjective and like my barometer is broken yeah. and then there's the other part of my head that's like okay well then the only way to approach this is to tailor it to the movie and treat it as how effective is this movie at doing what it wants to do. I have struggled with the same thing. It's one of the reasons I know people oh have God. asked me why like Godzilla and King Kong, like those old movies are so high for how scary for me. And it's because of that same kind of question. So I understand. You, you understand my story. Yeah. It's like, I have like an existential crisis every time we get to this one. Um, because I don't, I was not afraid watching this yeah. movie. Same. But I was absolutely like the impact of this movie was powerful because it's a very good at being a like a gory saw mm-hmm. movie. So if I'm scoring it on scary, I'm like two, but yeah. that's wrong. Yeah. So I'm going to go. I'm just gonna make a decision okay. from here on out so that I can stop like having my brain broken by this question okay. and just go with how effective it is. I think this is a very effective saw movie. Agreed. And if you are frightened by Saw movies, the score for this is going to be high. Yes. So I think this is a very scary Saw movie. I think that's a perfect way to end it. I gave it a seven and a half. Justin? Oh, I gave it a two. The score that's wrong, apparently. <laughs> I mean... Th- <laughs> just say it. I'm just... <laughs> you gave the original I... Saw an eight and you gave this a two? Yeah. Honestly, it's... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rachel? I'm giving it an eight. Okay. And Mars. See, you understand my struggle. I can tell in your silence, Mars. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I. Oh wait, she's muted. Yep, I, I see that. Uh, I, I guess while we're waiting for Mars to come back, I think the biggest thing for me looking at your scores, Justin, and I, I saw some criticism of this leak online. Uh, what? That the diehard saw people weren't as big of a fan of this so that's yeah. kind of cur- like I, I i i understand that my scores reflect that but personally like as a whole package because we've talked about this before where i think the how scary score tends to bring down some stuff absolutely yeah i think it's the same case here because i actually think that this is as an overall package one of my favorite saw movies. All right. Mars, we, we, we had you muted there, but I need your house scary score. Uh seven. Okay, perfect. I had the final score, guys. For plot, I gave it an eight and a half. Justin gave it an eight. Rachel gave it an eight, and so did Mars. For cinematography, I gave it a nine. Justin gave it a seven and a half. Rachel gave it an eight, and Mars gave it an eight and a half. For audio, I gave it a nine and a half. Justin gave it a seven. Uh Rachel gave it an eight and a half, and Mars gave it a nine. And for how scary, I gave it a seven and a half. 
Justin gave it a 2, Rachel gave it an 8, and Mars gave it a 7. On the Here's Johnny final score, that is a 78%. And in our master list, it... falls between a video game and a movie it is right it is tied with but alphabetically below silent hill 2 okay and it is right above don't breathe which has a 77 and where does it fall like in the yeah in the saw saw so recall we only reviewed two other saw films jigsaw had a 45 percent and the original saw had a 79 percent Okay. I will say, Justin, okay. just as the Saw fan, you gave the original Saw yourself an 83. You gave this one a 61. Oh, oh. well, that's the half scary part, I think, because I, I think this this Saw, in, or I, obviously <coughs> in the Saw series, but it's obviously Spiral, um, I think this is like definitely the more fun movie to watch. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really think that the how scary thing really brought it down for me because i mean it's it i i don't think i'll be thinking about this it's kind of hard to put into words but like there are things from the first saw movie that when i watch still kind of creep me out specifically like man in the closet kind of yeah. stuff um but i don't think there's a lot of that here for me personally okay. but as we've kind of discussed over over this uh, journey I, I am broken inside um, and I was here more for like if if this was a how entertaining I think this would have gotten a 10 for me because I really do think that this is like I mean I, I'm not going to give it for this you think oh absolutely okay. absolutely like I, I would rewatch Saw 1 in this okay I think there's a lot of those in between movies that you don't even ever have to even look at again. All right. So to keep things moving along. I can confirm along, that Justin was hype at the end of this movie. Well, that's why oh, I, yeah, I was like, kind of surprised to see how low his score was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was just, I'm just more salty about that voice. I really, I don't think that's a fair score to give it, but I'm still fucking salty about it's, it. It's your <laughs> score, man. You get what you want. Uh, exactly. So we got to keep things moving along to keep Justin on track for his bedtime. Uh, favorite trap. I went with the finger trap. I made it very, very clear that really was an awful thing to see on the screen, and it looks so realistic. So that's what I went with. Justin, uh, marionette trap, hands down. Uh, How do you obviously spell one marionette? of my? I'm going puppet trap. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, no, that's whatever. That's that's okay. You can call it whatever you want. But uh, the 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 uh, Marcus Banks trap is, I think, what it's actually called. Um, but I don't know, just the way it was shot and like how it was kind of in a weird way revealed to us earlier in the movie. Uh, and it was kind of set uh, at the same time as that flashback like yeah. in the flashback. We kind of saw it like back and forth like that and how it kind of played on the whole cops shoot first and ask questions later mm-hmm. kind of thing. How it, and it, was play, it was playing it right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rachel. Like, I'm going with the tongue because I feel like it really set the tone for the movie and was like, it like dropped the mic like oh this is a saw movie i think that is an incredibly fair statement (laughs) and mars uh the neck raising (laughs) so upsetting that was the only one where i i made myself watch all of them but that was the one that i almost called it almost called it on that one (laughs) guys this is the first time that we all didn't 
at least two of us didn't double up on a trap. Oh, we all had nice. different favorite Interesting. traps. Interesting. Sounds like it had some good traps then. I totally agree. <laughs> okay, so the last thing we have to do before we put the Saw franchise behind us, with the exception of Justin, who will probably go watch a couple more tonight, um, <laughs> is to give our final <laughs> rankings. We aren't going to spend a lot of time on this because we have like 10 hours worth of audio podcast for it. But I am curious to see where people, after going through all the films, place it. Uh, Justin, I want to have you go last since you are the impetus for this whole thing. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to have Rachel, you're going to go second to last since this was your first run through the franchise. Okay. But Mars, you're first. Just give them to me from your okay. favorite to your least favorite. All right. I'm going to warn you now. I have some okay. ties. So for my favorite, it's tied between Spiral and Saw okay. 1. Next down, uh, tied for Saw 2 and Jigsaw. Then it's Saw 3. And then it's Saw 4, 5, and 6 because they all blended into one memory for me. And I, don't, <laughs> I can't differentiate. So they're just one movie at this point. Sure. And then Saw 3D. Okay. For myself, it is Spiral, standing head and this heads above everybody else. This I, I I really love this movie. Saw, sorry, Saw two. Saw, Saw three. Jigsaw. Four, five, six, three D. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds good. These all seem reasonable. Everything, the most important things are where they belong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel, we so, already know that uh, Soft 3D is your favorite. Where do the other ones fall? I mean, <laughs> I resisted saying something. I just want. <laughs> okay. Oh, is this like the lady doth protest too much me thing situation? <laughs> Maybe. so okay so definitely top spot without a doubt spiral it's blew everything away for me so go spiral saw 3d oh oh my god what are you doing (laughs) like accepted this okay larry so make sure that that is written no do not write that make sure you expand that audio address and we'll put it over on twitter (laughs) the internet's forever rachel okay spiral saw 3 Saw, Saw 2, Saw 4. Is that right? Yeah, 4. Jigsaw, Saw 5. Let me tell you, I had to do a lot of wicking to remember the plots of these. Yeah. Saw 5, Saw 6, Saw 3D. Yeah. I'm sorry, Saw 6, every other movie, <laughs> Saw 3D. <laughs> All right, Justin. We've been waiting for it. We've been discussing it. Obviously, this is a very important franchise to you. And I know as your friend, I'm just curious. What is your final ranking for these movies? Uh, so, so quickly before I get get into this, uh, I do want to say that I feel like uh, my scores were lower on this on Spiral itself because I am. It, it's not, not like justify it. this is half no no I, I I do want I no yourself no I I just want to say that I mean it was literally all these scores are the scores I wrote down after first viewing mm-hmm. like instantly I wrote them down I ran downstairs my like little notepad and i wrote them down i think that viewing it more would help because i mean all these other movies unfortunately for some of them i have seen multiple times Mm -hmm. um because honestly number one for me it's spiral interesting all right yeah like uh, yeah unanimous 
Yeah. Uh, Saw uh, Saw 1 is number 2. Uh, Saw 3 after that because, oh, Jeff, I won't play the rack. Don't Thank worry. You. But, oh, Jeff. Uh, Saw 2 after that. Then Saw 4. Then uh, Jigsaw. Then Saw 5, 6. And then 3D. It's always going to be the last because that was such a piece <laughs> of shit. That episode, that, that the, the Hoffman arc episode will be a special one we, we cherish for a long time. For many, <laughs> many reasons. <laughs> I mean, it's the one we earned. Yeah. The hardest. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh actually, no. Sorry. I, I do have something to play uh, at some point in time, either after the closing or now. It's up to you Well, guys. we're going to head into the closing. Uh, we don't have a commercial this week. We're going to send off the franchise in a much more appropriate way. So, Justin, take us into it. My youngin' got them bodies, she still pissin' the bed Keep the code of silence, don't repeat what I said Keep out of baloney, I just came for the bread My hood known for wildin' and I don't promote the violence I done been through all the trials and tribulations, now I'm smiling. Say you wanna smoke, we at the table doing the plot And we gon' slide with your shit up, make it home for you Dude, I just literally went to my Spotify And my first drive into work after getting my truck back Is going to be a 21 savage playlist because that song yeah see laughs. like it, it is a good song and i like the fact that obviously like it samples uh hello mm-hmm. zap i just i especially like the topic music for this episode because it's the last one it had to be just like the clear cut hello zap the hello nine i would recommend listening to the song this. immortal it was the theme for mortal kombat 11 the video game it's okay. also fantastic I, I i really like 21 savage okay. i i I yeah. can send you a whole selection if you're if you're I'm, interested. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Too short in there. Okay. Yes, I'll, 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 I'll too short in there to educate you a little bit. Thank you. Little cocktails, maybe. <laughs> but Justin, you said you have some audio to share. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be kind of weird. But, it's the uh, rack. I'm driving sure. to Canada tonight, so just. <laughs> I'm gonna drive to, no, to uh, San California to get Rachel and then come to Canada. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 okay. Well, it's 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 really not that special, but I, I figured it would be a good send off. It was actually supposed to be here last time when we uh-huh. recorded, but it showed up a day late. Larry, Rachel, Mars, Justin. What? Good morning. It's Shawnee Smith. Ah! And I woke up to a cameo that says, you guys did a horror podcast where you watched all the Saw movies. Could I wake up to a sweeter message? I don't think so. And I want to thank you for that. What a great way to start my day. I'm going to go see Spiral tomorrow. Even though it's not Saw, it's in the universe, but it's my peeps, you know? All for one, one for all. I actually didn't want to listen to that beforehand because I, I would, didn't want her to say anything about Spiral. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's I just like a quick full thing. body. Really cool, I Justin. know! Thank you, that's been sitting in my inbox for like two or three that's weeks. Really cool. Oh my god. Oh my god. The struggle you must have been under. Because didn't you say it came like right after we recorded the last well, one? 
literally we were recording and I got a phone notification. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? It's like, oh, all right, cool. Well, I guess I can't put it in the episode. We are literally recording right now. It's But, but it's yeah. so good for the end. It's so it perfect so for good. the right. end. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so that cool. That is really cool, Justin. That is so, so cool. Yes. Like, that's like my second, like, I think cameo is such a unique thing. Like, I think I mentioned on my birth, I think I sent it to you, Rachel and Justin, mm-hmm. that yep. my, mm-hmm. my good friend Roman, uh, he got me one from, God, I'm blanking on his name. Richard Help Blake? me, Rachel. Richard uh, Blake. Richard Thank Blake, you. Yeah. The man with the greatest voice of all time. Uh, but it's just so cool, dude. Thanks for doing that. That was that was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was so great. That's amazing. Yeah, no you gotta problem. send us the video so we can we can see it. Okay, and I will. Yeah. Now I have to do the, the the cleanup stuff, which is it's not going to be on the same note. Uh, next week we're reviewing fucking Tammy and T Rex. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> After that high high. Uh, Rachel added a nice I... little meme in the picture of his. Little smiling baby saying, "My evil plan is complete." <laughs> and there's the laugh. It's perfect. As Devin says, it's one of her favorite things to hear on the podcast is your laugh. So, oh god, oh no. She she has that throughout. Uh, oh, she's so sweet. But yeah, obviously we will include the links to the zombie girl stuff in the background. But I know Justin and I both feel the same way. We love having you on, and to have you on for Absolutely. such an extended and in-depth thing was a blast. Absolutely. Yeah. It was so much it was fun. really fun. We love you guys and- so much. You really are pod fam. Mm-hmm. Like, and every oh. time we do one of these things, I just feel like we're, like, better and better friends, which is the, I, I, the I best part ask, of it all. actually, something I really, really, really want to know. It's oh. kind of been bugging me this whole time. <laughs> oh, no. Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Specifically Rachel. Oh God! How do you feel now that you have seen all the songs? Good question. Considering, like, uh, I mean, as of Jan- like J- even January this year, you hadn't seen any of them. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel as a person? Like spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, I mean, my eyes have seen things that I can never unsee. Um, but weirdly, I feel personal growth. Well, was it as bad as you were expecting? Um. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> it was real okay, bad. Yeah, you know what? okay, that 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 that's on that's I on mean, me. <laughs> the rack alone was traumatic, but I feel like I it was something that I was scared to do. Mm-hmm. Literally through almost every single one of these movies, I would before we started watching them be filled with like dread and anxiety. Um, but I feel like I conquered something. I mean, I'm not gonna go run out and watch Hostel or Green Inferno or anything, but like. I'm not as big of a wimp as I thought I was. Have you seen and Hostel? Oh, Larry, I think I've we have another mini of, season. <laughs> I've seen like a little. Well, the thing is, just the hardest part is I don't. I like Eli Roth, but if I was going to make her do it, I would pick like my favorite. I would pick like the the Taurus trilogy. See, I, I'm not like a huge Eli Roth. He, he it, I mean, you. It's weird. You don't like torture porn and like all that shit, but you love Eli Roth. It's I so love crazy to me. Cabin Fever. Okay. And I'm constantly going to his movies hoping to get that experience again. Coming away with eyeball goop. Like, I will... One of the things... Rachel Mars, have you seen Cabin Fever? Yeah. When she's shaving her leg in the bathtub? You haven't? No. Oh my gosh, that's the first thing that comes to mind whenever I hear the word. Rachel, Cabin Cabin Fever is like a top five horror movie for me. Okay. 
Well, sounds like something a forcing awaits. <laughs> I can't believe you. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, too. I am a wimp. When are you guys gonna get and this? Has... There's a reason I like art house horror. And it has. A... You can't see anything scary when your head's up your own butt. <laughs> it has uh, what's his name from Boy Meets World in it? Yeah. Rider Strong. Rider Strong. Rachel, we'll have to, mm-hmm. we'll have to figure mm-hmm. out something. Maybe then if it's on uh, Stream Queens, we can come on if it's streaming somewhere. We will yeah. We will not do the remake because that is one of the worst pieces of shit to ever exist. Didn't Eli Roth do the no. remake of his own movie? No. <laughs> Larry's insist. He's like, who's a problematic director? Let's take it to the zombie girls. <laughs> hey, Rachel, I have my, my youngest sister, Ashley, who I'm really close with. She has been pestering me since I started this podcast to review a movie because it's one of her what? favorites because it reminds me of my and her dynamic. Do you want to guess what it oh. is? Oh, I know what it is. And I have been telling her no because of that. So I, <laughs> what is it? Tell me. <sighs> it's the jeepers and the creepers. Mm. Because she and I used to watch it together when we were kids because like little sister, big brother yeah. kind of thing. Like, as a barrier local, I literally drove past the protests when Powder came out. <laughs> yeah, so that has been one I've been struggling with for a while because, I mean, it was important. It's, like, part of, like, like she and I both like scary movies. Like, I have a painting on my wall that she painted me of uh, Tim Curry's Pennywise. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But, uh, but no, like, I, I, I know. But there, there are some bridges I won't cross, and that is one that I just am not ready to do yet. Yeah. I mean, I think it when you do it, you'll do it in a way that's critical, you know, yeah. and I think that helps for sure, not to just like blindly be like, you know, ignoring the context. Yeah. But, but the problem is, is it kind of makes it not that fun. I know. That that was one of the reasons why I was happy we did the Polanski when we, uh, I'm not going to give it away, but we, the way we, way we tackled that in the episode made it so we could actually discuss the movies before we, Mm-hmm. unleashed yeah <laughs> we fan we fan girl and boyed out a little bit and then we unleashed <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, but yeah i think that's it justin that cameo was so cool dude thank you for doing that that was really yeah something special. that was rad very yeah, very very special uh if you want to know something else that's fun that didn't happen is uh i had actually bought myself a piano and tried to learn how to play the hello zep music uh but then it got too hard too fast so i sent it back oh no (laughs) i have this like fantasy now of you like playing at phantom of the opera style dressed as like as the puppet (laughs) just like oh wait were we not supposed to dress up (laughs) as billy the puppet when we record these things i mean out of curiosity justin was tobin bell on a cameo Oh, absolutely not. Uh, that's the first person. Damn I it. For. I was going to get him for your birthday next year. No, I, I feel like he would be. I mean, you might be able to find him because he's got like a music career now. What? Actually, fun fact. He he, he was uh, supposed to be on the uh, soundtrack to Spiral. Yeah, he has a music really? career now. He does like country music. Oh. There you go. Well, on that happy note, before we have anything more ruined <laughs> for us this evening, guys, thank you so much for joining us for the Spiral Journey. Justin, play us out, and everyone else, stay scary. We want to thank Rachel and Mars from the Stream Queens for joining us on this adventure through Saw, and we apologize in advance for any long-term damage this might cause. 
Thank you to our patrons who help make the show what it is. We are incredibly thankful to you, truly. If you want to find the show on Twitter, you can at Here's Johnny Cast. You can find Larry at Beaver LA and Justin at PickleThing. Be sure to check out Stream Queens over at zombiegirls.com or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. And in the wise words of Jigsaw. Most people are so ungrateful to be alive. But not you. Not anymore. Game over. Damn, that's still good.